I'm Shadi Champagne. Welcome to my show. I'm Shadi Champagne. Where we dream and lift each other up. I'm Shadi Champagne. Love is the answer. Grace is the way. We're anchored in hope. The Sade Champagne Show. And we keep the faith, entertainment, education, inspiration. Sade Champagne, Sade Champagne. Welcome to the Sade Champagne Show. brand new episode of the Sade Champagne Show on Grindheart Radio and 57WLLE.net, the beat of the city in Raleigh, North Carolina. My theme song was produced by Alberto Morello, recorded and mixed by the Quakes, and written by me. For this week's special episode, I have an extra special awesome guest. Margot Alvarez is a small business owner and founder of The Goat Wine, a winemaker, a seven-time CrossFit Games athlete, the West Regional winner of NBC Titan Games Season 2, and broadcast analyst. She was born and raised in Montana and is now a Las Vegas local, sharing her passion for fitness and wine where they work hard to wind down. I have to give her a very special introduction. Please help me welcome Margot Alvarez. Hey, Margot, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited to have you. And I just wanted <laughs> to share with the listeners why I wanted to have you on. I was introduced to you, like I'm sure a lot of people from NBC's Titan Games, which I had never heard of that show before. And I'm like, how could I have never heard of that show before? And <laughs> just when seeing, seeing you come on to the screen and seeing your presence and just you're so beautiful inside and out, I was like, oh, my gosh, she's such an inspiration and encouragement. And so... I started following you on social media, and just you've been such a blessing and encouragement. And I was like, I want to connect with her, and I want to have my listeners be able to find out more about you and what you do. And I'm just thankful for you being on this special episode today. Thank you. I appreciate your words. I'm I'm grateful to be here, and it's always an opportunity for me to meet new people. And it's interesting how the world can connect us through different platforms, and I'm always grateful for that. Thank you. So how did you first get your start in health? wellness and fitness and when did you know that you wanted this to be a large part of your life i've always been active my entire life um, and been involved in sports different activities growing up being raised in montana i think that allowed me to be outdoors a lot whether that was horseback riding or playing in the backyard of my sisters and i knew i always wanted to be involved in health and fitness just because i found it so intriguing i played sports growing up um, and just really wanted to know more about how the body works, how nutrition can play a role into your lifestyle, whether that's sports, competing, or just everyday life. Um, and I think once I graduated from university, I was really focused towards, you know, spending a little more time there, wanting to work in a health club, wanting to spend a little more um, emphasis in that industry. And I eventually became a personal trainer after that, after working at the health club for a year. And I really learned mm-hmm. a little bit more about how the body works and, you know, what you can do to fuel your body. And that was really intriguing. From there, I eventually, um, you know, started doing a little more running with friends, started getting to some half marathons, obstacle courses, and then eventually found my way to CrossFit. And then I ended up focusing on competition in that realm. And it was really intriguing because I thought there was a lot that I could learn, not only for myself, but to help others. And I've always been 
focus onto helping others, and I think becoming a personal trainer mm-hmm. was, a la- was an outlet for me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's so good. So, Margo, you don't have the typical or what people would think of the typical physique for a CrossFit trainer. Is it because you incorporate so many other types of fitness in it as well? Because I tried a CrossFit class, and I wasn't very inspired. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't think this is going to work for me because I'm more – well, I do like weight training, but I'm definitely more plyometrics and calisthenics, and then I love dancing, gymnastics, taekwondo. You and I love a lot of the same different types of things. And so do you mm-hmm. feel that it's because cause you, t- you have a much more leaner and uh, muscular figure than what you would typically see in some CrossFit athletes? Is it because of the way you train or because of your nutrition or a combina- combination of both? I think it could be a combination of both. I know in the CrossFit realm, in terms of competing, I'm one of the taller athletes where you might see some athletes a little bit closer to 5'4", 5'3", 5'5". I'm 5'7", mm-hmm. so a few more inches. Um, where that height obviously plays a little bit into it. Um, I've always been active. Mm-hmm. I think having running as a base background for me gave me a lot of that endurance training um, or at least a, a base mm. of endurance leading into CrossFit. It was very challenging when I first got into it. I never really lifted or did any um, barbell-type movements, so learning how to clean and jerk and snatch was definitely a challenge for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think just evolution over the years competing, it was really focused to stay balanced, not only in training what I needed to do to compete and be at a high level of performance there, but also like longevity, making sure I'm spending a good amount of time on mobility, doing some longer Mm time frame workouts, not so much intensity based, but more duration based. And as I've shifted my focus from competition to now more of a lifestyle and maintaining what I'm doing for myself inside the gym, outside the gym, uh, and being able to do more things, whether I'm out in the wilderness or if I'm, you know, Mm. deciding to do a golf competition or being able to build my business, I'm looking to make sure that I'm having a wide variety of training. So I think that's where there's been a little Mm. bit of a shift um, from Mm -hmm. when I started to where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. What are some misconceptions that people have about health, wellness, and fitness? I think a lot of people from those that I've spoke to um, is that, like, it's either going to take a long time to get to your goals, which, don't get me wrong, there will be work that will be required and some patience involved to reach your goals. But I think that it's, you know, it's going to take forever to get there, that it's not something that's attainable and so people kind of give up really quickly where maybe shifting the mm. mindset more like, hey, this is a lifestyle change. I'm doing this to maybe be a little more healthier for my body or if not for yourself, then maybe your kids or your grandkids um, or to be able to just, again, feel better length-wise or longevity-wise more so than a quick fix. And I think, again, just getting people to understand that and have communication is huge. Um, and it's tough mm. when we live in a world where we see, you know, pictures and videos of people that are, you know, I got this. And within a week or two weeks or a month, and you might be able to get some <laughs> right. quick results. But if you're looking for something long-term, I think understanding and having conversations where, like, hey, the longevity piece and the lifestyle piece is where we can have a better understanding. And having a good relationship with working out and food, I think, is important versus feeling like, all right, I ate not so good, so now I have to, like, punish myself in the gym. Where it's like, no, like, think of the gym as for myself personally, it's um it's an outlet where I can go and you know work out and move and sweat and feel good, and it's a way for me to express mm-hmm. or get out emotions that I'm feeling. And I think having a, a good relationship with both aspects are important. Mm-hmm. That's so good, Margo. I love that. And it's funny because people do get more excited about seeing someone have drastic weight loss 
photos as opposed to maintenance. Like people that I went to high school with, I'm turning 34 next month, and people I went to high school with are like, oh, my gosh, you look more youthful than you did in high school or you, like, look in, you know, in great shape like over all these yeah. years. And, of course, they'll understand, but most people, they wouldn't get excited about that. They would get more excited if they see you either gain a bunch of weight and lose it versus seeing someone who stayed around the same size over the past, mm-hmm. you know, what, 10 plus years. And so it's interesting that you would notice that as well as one of the misconceptions that people don't think about longevity and consistency. Yeah, I think consistency and being accountable to yourself and your goals are really important and putting more of an emphasis there will help you in the long term and where you have a more of a better relationship with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so with that being said, Margot, what are some words of encouragement and wisdom that you would give to someone who is wanting to take control of their health? Uh, great question. I would say find some sort of mantra that helps you guide what you're focused on. And my mantra that I've used for myself that have helped and I try to share with others, is, you know, be accountable to your goal. So whatever that goal is, write it down. Prepare and execute. So write a plan of action or have someone help you write a plan of action and then figure out best ways best execute it, meaning if you know working out in the morning is the best way, do that versus waiting until the afternoon when you're like, I'll push it till tomorrow. Then it becomes next week and next month. Um, and along mm-hmm. that, making sure that you're able to review your work. So look and see what you're doing to reach your goal, to what you're doing to be accountable, and see what you're taking, what steps you're taking to see if that actually is helping you or if it's pulling away. Sometimes that could be an environment. Um, and so reevaluating the environment you're in or the people that you have in your environment are key. Then after that, you know, mm. be patient because it is a process, um, but at the same time, at the end, enjoy the journey, enjoy the process because it's going to be the accumulation of those moments in the journey that's going to add up versus just reaching that end goal or just reaching your your finality of your script, meaning what you have on the pedestal mm-hmm. the top you're looking to achieve. That's important, but also know that you're spending so much more time in that journey and process, so really being able to fall in love with that process and you know, being okay with the struggles and making sure you celebrate those successes because being able to enjoy both the pros and cons that will help you shape how you approach the next challenge, the next goal you have in life. Mm. Oh, that's so good, Margo. Thank you so much. Why is it imperative that we don't compare ourselves to others? I think it's super important that we just focus on ourselves in our own lane because we don't know what XYZ person has gone through. We don't know their situation, current situation or past situation. And I think those expectations that we start to see in others or the, the expectations we put on ourselves when we look at other people, we start to create this idea or this theme in our mind, and that could be all made up and nothing even true or nothing even hold value to the truth of what actually is occurring. And when you constantly compare yourself with others, this is constant like back and forth, not only physically but mentally like, oh, this person Mm -hmm. did this and they went this long or, you know, they've achieved this. They have a a white picket fence in front of a house. They don't know the story. And I think instead of focusing Mm -hmm. on that person, just focus internally on yourself and what you're looking to achieve and what you're looking towards in life, whether that's business, family, career, whatever it might be. Um, and I think that if you can really centralize the energy around there, then you're being able to redirect that energy to where you want it versus to other people because we don't have control of other people and their scenarios and situations. Um, and mm-hmm. I think, again, long term, it's you, yourself, and I that will allow you to get to where you want versus someone else. Mm-hmm. Yes, I 100% agree. So you were the regional champion, the West regional champion of NBC Titan Games Season 2. Tell us what made you try out for this show and what your experience was like. 
had an awesome opportunity. I had actually seen the show um, the year before, season one, and I tried out for the American Ninja Warrior and got selected to do that. Um, And so that was a cool experience. And I actually talked to the casting team later that year that they were actually looking for contestants or individuals to apply for the Titan Games. And I thought, man, that would definitely be more in my alleyway than the the American Mm -hmm. Ninja. Um, but uh, I was able to put a submission video together, an application, and put all that out, and I got selected to go to the, for the preliminaries in early 2020, and that was just an incredible experience to meet amazing people around the world with different stories and different backgrounds, and then being selected to be one of the finalists to go to Atlanta and film the show was just incredible. I was very ecstatic. Mm-hmm. I was very grateful for the opportunity, and I think I try to make sure that you know we're not guaranteed you know, the next day, the next month. And I try to make sure I make the most of every opportunity I had. So being able to take advantage of that and accepting and going mm-hmm. down there was just a surreal experience. And I'm so grateful for all the people I met, getting to spend time um, with The Rock and the production team and being able to see kind of behind the scenes on something of that level mm. was just um, a new experience. And I'm so appreciative that I had that time to do that. Mm-hmm. And you, and that was one of the things I loved about you as well, is that you could just feel your amazing attitude and your perspective on life throughout your journey on there. And not to say, because I'm sure as an athlete and as someone who's in the fitness, you always want to do your ultimate best, but you could just feel your attitude of, of just continuing to give your all, but just gratitude that you have. And that was really inspiring and encouraging to see, because I know at times, too, being um, if people especially are very competitive and being in the health, wellness, and fitness industry, it can be easy for us to be hard on ourselves and get down on ourselves if we don't feel like we got the mm-hmm. results that we wanted. But it was so cool to see that you kept going and you gave your 100% all until the very end. And then it's like, yes, you retired, but you still just were so grateful. And I feel like there were so many amazing life lessons throughout your journey on the show that people could be blessed by if they saw it with the right perspective. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that with me. It was, uh, I think that's definitely something I try to reverberate or put out energy-wise is just to be able to be grateful and thankful for every situation. I think life experiences that I've gone through have taught me that. And so if I can at least share my story to help mm-hmm. others maybe through a period in their time that, you know, maybe they're struggling with or that they're, they're at a pivot point in their life. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was definitely a, a surreal experience. I wanted to try to share that with anyone that was watching or there on set. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm thankful because if it wasn't for the show, I would have never. Who knows how I would have ever found out about <laughs> you? So that was super cool. So if you yeah. if they ever invited you to come back again for another season, like for all the champions, would you do it? I totally would. I would love that opportunity. That'd be a, that would be a great experience to do and go back. Mm. Wow, so awesome. Well, so now let's talk all about your business, Goat Wine, and how it came about and where people can purchase it. One of the things, and before you answer, one of the things I think is so cool about you, Margot, is you're so well-rounded in your life experiences. And obviously I only know a, a little bit from what you have shared on social media and your time on the show, but I think it's so cool to see that you you seem like such a well-rounded person and you allow yourself to fully enjoy different aspects of your life where it's not like, oh, I'm just a fitness chick or I'm just this person. It's like, no, I enjoy all these things and even just with you spending time with your loved ones and friends and I just think that's super cool so that was just a a little thought (laughs) thank you I appreciate that I think just to speak on that before I move into that I think uh you know going through different life experiences and having um impacts in my life make make me a little more aware of the scenario or make me a little more kind of present of time um having my sister pass away at a young age I think that was definitely something where it's a reminder that like I'm not guaranteed next month or next year and I I always I catch myself sometimes mm. like pushing things off and it's like, you know what, 
I may not have that opportunity in the future. So, like, let me take the most of what I have right now um, and least, you know, fulfill my desire or fulfill my, my energy that I want to put there because I think, again, I, I know I'm not guaranteed it. So that's something where I think I've evolved and over the years I've been able to, you know, embody the lifestyle that she lived and that kind of blends into where I'm at now with my fitness and wine and what I want to do and I was competing mm. when I launched the company in 2017 um, and I'd done home production wine on the side learning the process and I loved the I, I loved the process and the kind of the whole thing that it entailed of you know being able to plant the grapes harvest the grapes make sure they're crushed then you got to press them and let them age in the barrels and bottles and it was definitely a lengthy process a month process and then the wine sits and ages and I think that was very very for me it was I was able to see the the very importance of not only how this applies in one industry but also multiple like if I look at my my fitness and my training and my competition I was spending months and years trying to get better to compete at a high level and if you take that same Mm -hmm. parallel to someone that's working or going to school if you're spending years in school whether that's graduate or postgraduate whatever it might be that it takes time to get there to build a career takes time and I think seeing that I really wanted to you know blend the fitness and wine together and say hey I'm I can work hard, you can work hard, and we all can wind down. And it was about celebrating mm. those struggles and celebrating the, the successes we have come across along the way. And I think being able to launch the business while I was competing, it was challenging. It was hard for sure. But it's like in my mindset, I was like, if I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? I know I'm not going to compete the rest of my life. Um, so I want to be able to create a legacy and create um, a balance in life that not only that I'm embodying, but hopefully other people out there can recognize as well, and maybe that speaks to them. And maybe they don't drink wine or they don't drink, period. Maybe it's something that, that they find that they like to wind down or they like to relax with at the end of the day. It could be some bonbons on the couch with the kids, or it could be a smoothie hanging out in the park. doesn't matter, but it's about finding something that resonates with you and that you're able to at least enjoy the day and celebrate the successes that you had, whether it was work, family, career, because, again, mm-hmm. you're maybe not guaranteed tomorrow, um, and that's where the has evolved with the fitness and the wine and being able to focus more on the wine has been a real big focus after I stopped competing and being able to travel and get the wine into Las Vegas was a huge success with distribution. So being able to launch here in Vegas and eventually Colorado, Montana and um, California have been great. So being able to get the wine out there, get the go out there and share my message that you can work hard and wind down has been a, a great success. And I know there's still lots of work and challenges ahead, but that's something I'm, I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to and willing to put the work in. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And where can people purchase it? So if um if they're outside the, the kind of areas that I stated, the, the best way would be the website, thegoatwine.com, and we can ship to most states there. Um, if they are in the Montana area then or the Colorado area, Las Vegas area and kind of like Northern California area. We have some few local wine shops there and restaurants, but the best place is probably the website for those that are uh, outside those states. Perfect. And so as a small business owner, Margo, how have you been navigating through this pandemic and what advice and encouragement would you give to other entrepreneurs and business owners during this time? It's definitely challenging. Um, the, 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 Things that I faced were lack of in-person events, not being able to do our yoga and wine nights, not being able to to travel to local wine shops when everything was shut down. So being able to pivot and focus more of an emphasis online and try to do um, more workout videos online, give free workouts, free challenges, so that would hopefully get people to reach them through that online forum. And that was a big place uh, and a big focus 
as things started early in the year and as it continued on, as things started to open up, I was able to do some more in-person events, but being able to be dynamic and be um, creative was really important. And that's what I'd recommend to people out there. Like, you know, depending on what struggles you're going through, try to be innovative in the sense where like, if something isn't working, you know, maybe close your eyes, take a break and like pivot like 10 to 20 degrees and try something different, being able to have something new on maybe your portfolio or try something that you haven't done before. And knowing that Mm -hmm. there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I know people joking like, Oh, it's a train. Like, no, it's not a train. There is a, there is something (laughs) at the end of that tunnel that will help you, you know, allow you to grow, but just being patient with yourself and, you know, reaching out, don't be afraid to ask people or ask for suggestions because there are a lot of people that have gone through certain experiences. And if you're able, um, if they're able to, share with you or help you give you some advice that might allow you to be like, oh, it sparks an idea that might then take you down a new path. So being patient and don't be afraid to reach out to others to ask for help. Mm-hmm. I think that's so good because like you said, with what you do as well, it is a lot of in-person things and people being able to have the experience, which is funny though, because they mm-hmm. said that the, um, the alcohol alcohol consumption went up during the pandemic. And I'm like, you think? <laughs> it did. <laughs> That's funny. So in that way, I'm sure that could be a blessing. But like you said, on the other hand, it's like the experience. Because I know especially with a lot of wine drinkers, it's like people love the experience and being able to mm-hmm. have that in-person things. And so, like you said, you really had to pivot and try to see things from a different, you know, perspective and really shift with the online presence. 100%. Yeah, that's Definitely. so great. And so what else are you currently working on or have coming up that you want to share with us? Um, so working on being able to bring the wine into hopefully some more restaurants and locations, not only in the Vegas area, Montana area, and Colorado, but hopefully um, nationally eventually those are some things we're working on. Also working on creating um, more content and more workouts, not only for inside the gym, but also for lifestyles outside the gym. So being able to kind of focus on, you know, how do you train for life if you are out um, in the wilderness, kind of teaching more pieces about education and lifestyle where that would allow you to, you know, be prepared given the scenario, given certain things come ar- that come up and arise. And I think after this last year, there's a lot of, you know, unknown situations where, you know, if you can't rely on certain situations or certain things in your area, then, you know, how can you find resources else- elsewhere? So working on some more mm-hmm. videos and content for that and being able to bring um, more yoga and wine nights and more yoga to more people around those areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's wonderful. And so I know for sure, because event planning is one of the things that I love, is we're starting to open up more events and things here in Southern California. I'd love to see how we could collaborate and do one of your events here, or I just feel like there's definitely many more ways we're going to partner together, and I want to continue to support yes. all of your work and everything that you do. Thank you. I would love to come out there. And California is obviously where we do – we were doing a lot of events until things closed down, but I would definitely – be very open to coming over there and doing events, whether it's yoga wine nights, however we can incorporate right. things together. I think it's good to be able to share. And for me, I'm a very interactive individual. I love getting to meet new people and talk to people and hear their stories just because I feel like there's so many people out there that have gone through so much and just being able to connect with people. And I think not being able to have that this past mm-hmm. year, I know for me that was a challenge personally um, as I'm a very extrovert individual and not being able to connect with new people was it was hard, but I know obviously that you can connect still through, you know, online or social media or email, which it, it's good and it's better than nothing, but I'm looking forward to more of those in-person events and being able to connect with others and share passions um, and share stories. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. There's nothing like in person. Like I tell people all the time, I love social media. I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for all the other ways with technology, you know, and that we can connect. But there, nothing ever mm-hmm. will compare to in person, human to human interactions. <laughs> Agreed, 100% agree. It's that energy that you can connect with people and, you know, just feel through like human to human. I think that's something that I think um, a lot of people are, are yearning for, looking forward to. Mm-hmm, definitely. And so, Margot, I want to thank you so much for being on this very special episode of the Sade Champagne Show. You were so incredible that I was like, I don't want to just have her be a guest. She needs her own special episode. Oh, and I'm just thankful so for who you are and what you do. And, and like I said, for you to know, like, it all conveys and shines through the TV screen, through your social media, through all your work. And I'm just, I'm very inspired and encouraged by you. And thank you for taking this time with us today and for our listeners as well. And can you share with everyone, how can they contact you for fitness training, to support your wine business, bookings, and also keep updated with your happenings on social media? Yeah, they can uh, follow me on on Instagram at 321go, G-A-U-X, or The Goat Wine. And then also via the website, we have a form on there if people are interested, um, thegoatwine.com, and they'll, they'll come directly to me. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much to the very beautiful, encouraging, inspirational, spectacular, and tremendous Marco <laughs> Alvarez for being on this special episode of the Sade Champagne Show. Make, you, make sure you go and support what she's doing and check her out. You will be inspired and and entertained and so blessed by her. And also want to thank everyone so much for tuning in to this brand new episode of the Sade Champagne Show on Grind Hard Radio and 57WLLE.net, the beat of the city in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm Sade Champagne. Welcome to my show. I'm Sade Champagne. Where we dream and lift each other up. Grace is the way. Shiny champagne. We're anchored in hope.